This is the Death of a Dream Podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Welcome, we're going to go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness because that's how we start every day here at the Death of a Dream Podcast. Uh, so yesterday I finally had data flowing for um, campaigns that we've been launching for the health system that I work for and while it's such a small step and way far behind what everyone else is doing um, (laughs) it's a step and bottom line it gives us insight that we didn't have before and whether it's successful or not it's a starting point it's a line in the sand and I think your ability to see dream imagine and inspire people to take steps like that even though they might take 10 steps back even after the first one um I think that ability those insights that read of what's going on helps people to better understand where we're headed and what this allows us to do. So this is just a first step in the direction of where we need to go. Um, But it took throwing out what's been done and imagining what could be possible and not stopping until impossible became possible. And that gets so much harder when people don't have a vision or an ability to think outside of what's been done. So yeah, yesterday I got to actually see real-time data and I've been talking about this for so long and telling people that this is what it could do, that this is what it would do, um, that these are the insights that it would give us. And I've been talking about that for about two years now uh, without having actual data or information. I've kind of dreamt up this dream world and been talking about this dream world for a while now. And without having much more than some slides saying that this is what it could look like or would look like, um, being able to turn people over and get them moving in this direction, whether they're all there or not, um, whether it was successful or not, it's still a step, right? And sometimes you have to be willing to take those steps, even though you know you may not get exactly where you want to go. I know that we're not anywhere near where we want to go with this, our end game, our end vision. But we are closer than we were when we weren't doing anything at all. And so that yesterday was my great thing. It was so great to see that actually happen because I'd been talking about it for so long. The way that the data would flow, the information, the insights that it would give us. And yesterday it finally was a thing. Um, And that was so great and so transformative for me. even though I know we're nowhere near where we need to be and what we could do, right? 
So that's my great thing. I challenge you to take time and recognize yourself for the great things that you're doing and the great things that you see in your day to day and make sure that you're owning it. It's not like, hey, me and Sarah really were a great team. I really want you to focus on things that you did and recognize the things that you brought to life. You, yes. Every single time there are groups and teams of people that made that possible, but I need you to own and discuss here one great thing that you did. You. And that practice is going to transform the level that you operate at. Got it? It's going to. Promise. Um, So go ahead. Let's start our day like that. Every day or let's at least make it a practice into our day. If you want to say it out loud, go for it. Um, This is kind of a great thing to add into your table talk at dinner or lunch or wherever. What are the great things that you're accomplishing? And especially if you have females that are part of your life, we need all the help that we can get. Let's go out to this world together confident and sure of the things that we are accomplishing, right? Let's be able to talk about it because we're epic. So today we're going to talk about, what are we talking about today? What a great question. Um, Today we're really talking about having a vision for what you want to do, right? And I may not be like most people, although I like to think that I am, because I like to think that I'm more normal than abnormal. Um, But I have this vision and this way of bringing things to reality or seeing them before they're actualized. And I can see things so clearly. Um that sometimes it's kind of hurts my brain a little bit. And my great thing is one of those things. So there wasn't anything written in terms of how this would develop, what we would do, what action steps we would take. And I just knew end game, this is going to put us in a better place. And adopting and bringing to life those things, you know, really made that possible. And getting people on board, even though I didn't get everyone, hey, I am not wonderful at this. And even my visions, and this is what I'm working on, is to not scare people away (laughs) with my vision. Because a lot of times, When you're talking about working on innovative new things, a lot of those spaces come with drawing the picture for people. Because if you're embarking on something new and different, you are going to be creating your own path. And you have to be able to guide people through the landmines of the undeveloped, right? You're going to be, imagine that you're, you're walking in a forest and... There's no clear path, right? 
And all along the way, you're taking your machete. Of course you have a machete, because why wouldn't you? You're in the freaking jungle. Or did I say forest? Uh, Let's go jungle, because I feel like it probably, if you're innovating on the level, on a higher level, or you're creating new paths that don't exist, it's more like a jungle. Okay, so you got your big jungle machete. It's epic. I mean, imagine like a leather bound handle. And every time that you lift it and thrash the beefy jungle in front of you, you feel a little stronger, although also a little weaker, because this is not a joke machete. Like, obviously, we're cutting down the freaking jungle, people. This is like big time machete work, okay? So, big machete, nice and sharp. It's not like one of those antique ones that you see hanging on the wall. It's like stainless steel, and it's cutting through everything. So, whoosh! and you're just cutting the jungle and all of a sudden you're walking and you embark this huge tree right in front of you and it's on the path and you have to venture over said tree but that wasn't something you envisioned happening right all you have is your machete you didn't also bring a chainsaw in your back pocket because why the fuck would you I mean Chainsaws seem cool, but I have to tell you, the idea of them spinning and people cut limbs off all the time with these things and like you have to be in master control. So we are not bringing chainsaws on this mission, right? But we didn't even know that we would need one. Of course, you could have thought that out before, but how are you going to carry a chainsaw? So you're walking through the jungle, you've cleared about five foot of path and you run into a huge tree. Jungle trees are not a joke. They're huge. So you have two options. You can turn back because it's not worth going over and continuing because holy smokes, right when you hit that tree, you go, I didn't even think about this. I didn't even bring a chainsaw. I didn't even bring anything that could get us through this. I don't, I, I, I need to turn around. This obviously isn't the path. And then as you start to turn around, you realize there are probably a million trees that have fallen in this forest. And no matter what path you take as you're forging on this new path, you're always going to run into a tree, right? And if bringing a chainsaw isn't feasible, what is? So you turn around and you start thinking about that. And you realize, dude, we've already gone five feet. I've been macheting the fuck out of this path. We got to keep going. Right? I am a machete master. So instead of stopping at the tree, you turn around and you look at the tree for what it's worth. Now, what you realize is that you have a super sharp machete. Can you, on this super big tree that you is about as tall as you, but would be hard. You aren't just stepping over this tree, okay? But you have a super sharp machete. Can you carve steps into this tree so people know as they come on this path that they can climb over it, right? And your ability to craft out what it looks like to get over this tree instead of just stopping is what's going to get other people over it, right? As you're moving on a new path of innovation, it's not already going to be written. 
You are going to run into trees that are larger than you. And how are you going to get over it? If you could. Because the fact of the matter is, no matter what path you're carving, you are always going to run into a tree, people. Every time. Especially on new paths. Especially in the jungle. And every single new innovative step that you're taking to do something that hasn't been written. Right? So even as you're embarking on your new dreams, this is what you need to realize. Unless there are a million people sitting around you that have done exactly what you're doing, you don't really have a path. And even all the education spaces and courses and things that you can take to gain more information still isn't the exact path. I don't want you to follow something that's already been written. It may not be true to you and you may lose steam. What is true to you? And you can take education courses and you can get more guidance, but I never, never want you to follow something that doesn't fit you exactly right? So we carve notches into the tree because if followers are going to come behind us, they need to have the same vision that you do for having how you got over that barrier, right? And that's what you need to be communicating along the way because people are going to look at an uncharted path even as you're going through with your machete and knocking things down along the way. People are going to look at that as something that's new and fresh and uncomfortable. Hey, ding, 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 change. If you are a change agent, good people, and if you are changing your life, you are going to make people uncomfortable. But the better picture that you can draw for them, the more real that you can make it, you don't need to have the end game right up front. Right? You don't have to have the full vision. You don't have to have all the reports. You don't have to even be successful as long as you're willing to venture down that path and make the path accessible for everyone. So we can run into big trees. And once we knock those down, I need you to be able to communicate how you did and what you did. And the beauty of that is it starts to carve away. And even if you venture down new paths, even if people take what you built and your path and then they venture off on their own path, that's still five miles ahead of where we were, right? Because if we all had to start from the beginning path, it would take that much longer for that person to venture down a new path, right? You taking people further is what's going to advance anything that you want to do. But when you hit that tree, people, when you've macheted all you can machete and you are at a stopping point, I don't want you to turn around. I want you to keep going. And when you get through that tree, I need you to make that a part of the path story, right? That first thing that you had to overcome What was it and how'd you do it? And that's going to help people see the vision for where you're going and sign up. And I can tell you right now, not everybody's going to sign up, right? This podcast is a great example of that. 
there are a lot of people who know that I do this. Right? And a lot of my closest friends know that I do this. And yet, there are a lot of people that don't support and listen. And guess what? That is okay. They don't have to. Right? You have to be willing to work outside of what the norm is. I can't promise you that every person that you speak to on a day-to-day or that's in your close circle is going to be in support of your dreams. Now, the path that you write, the path that you forge, the better story and narrative that you can write around that, the easier it's going to be for them to understand this new road that you're on. Um, but they still might not support you. And that's okay. You don't want people here in this space with you, this new headspace that you're in, right? Not that you're doing a podcast like me. In whatever new dream space that you're in, you don't want people there that don't need what you're bringing to life, right? So if you're if your dream is to um, develop special needs education, right? Maybe that's your dream or your goal. And no one around you, you really got started with that because of an impactful moment that you had in your life. But no one in your circle has a need for something like that. No matter how much your circle loves you, they don't need that, right? So I don't question at all. The people who are around me love me, totally support me doing something like this, totally think that it makes perfect sense for my life, totally get that. And they're probably not listeners. And that's okay. If it doesn't make sense to them, I don't want them to fit it into their life just to do it, right? I want people who are going to be impacted by this. And yes, that means the growth of whatever you're doing may take a longer time. But you want it to. You want to build authentic people into your life that makes sense here. If they can't support you, If it doesn't make sense for them to buy it, you're forcing what you're doing on people who it doesn't make sense to. But I promise you, no matter what you're doing, there is a group. You just have to find them. I know that sounds so easy. But look, I found all of you. So, hey, we're doing something right. (laughs) Um, All I'm saying is as you venture down new paths... It is going to be challenging. You are going to want to turn away from every huge jungle tree that gets in your way, that falls on your path, that can't be macheted through. And machetes are strong, I think. I don't know. I just like the idea of a machete, like super jungle thrashes. I am here for, okay? Um... Everything that you encounter along your way is going to be that much more painful, that much more affecting to what you are trying to do. I promise you, it's going to suck. You're going to be walking, you're going to get 
500 feet past the last tree and right when you're starting to see the light or the end of the jungle or like whoa we found a beaten path let's go right and you might follow that for a couple of steps and then you're like uh I don't know that wasn't exactly perfect I'm gonna venture off here and start to create my own and you're seeing light and you're feeling good and you're like yes 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 let's go this is great this is perfect I'm totally on the path yes boom tree And guess what? That tree, those instances of perceived failure, right? That's what this tree is. It's something that got in your way that stopped you from making progress that you were making before. That tree. Now, guess what? You've already had a tree. The last time, what did you do? Well, you spent... 20 minutes debating, feeling like, oh shit, this tree, how do I even do this? Turning around, right? Talking yourself back into the tree, the path, the idea. And all that time probably took you an hour. But guess what? Now that you've gotten over that first tree, guess what now? You know how to get over this second tree. And instead of taking an hour to get through it, to move beyond it, took you 20 minutes, carved out the things, got over it, right? Continued on your path, continued on your machete mission. And that's just it. As you forge along new paths, as you uncover things, not everything is put in your way to shut you down, right? To stop you. Sometimes instances of failure, instances of loss, whatever, that's why I'm saying you need to turn that loss into a learn. Because bottom line, any tree that you encounter and you get over better prepares you for the next tree. The only thing that I can promise you right here, right now is that There are going to be trees and things on your path that you could have never envisioned coming in front of you. But as you build up that resistance, as you build up your ability to get over and through those things, the stronger you are at it, the better you become. The more instances of learning, the better, stronger you will feel when you come up against adversity because it is coming. That's the only thing I can really promise you on this. And all of those things have a purpose. And so you can just take that right? You can take that. You can put it in your pocket. Every time that you overcome something, I want you to envision the tree coming on your path, on your machete mission, right? And like yesterday, all of a sudden, my car, well, my car's working just fine, but my like bumblebee car, I'm saying, if I am Sam in Transformers, my 2004 Toyota Prius is my bumblebee, okay? That car is 
made for me. I'm like, it comes, it saves me, it doesn't even talk, and it's getting a little bit old, but like, it is, it is my bumblebee, okay, people? I just need you to be okay with that. As was my 1997 Ford Probe all through high school. Baddest ass car that you could have. Just saying, flippy lights, okay, seafoam green, okay. People, get on board. Understand. That car was epic. But the the Prius, I, I wanted to get it up and running again because it wasn't working. And yesterday we took it in because we can't figure out exactly what's going on with it. Pretty sure it's a battery, whatever. So then they call back. Yep, it's just the battery, not the hybrid battery. Thank the good Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just the normal, regular battery. So... I'm like, well, let's just buy a battery. Well, then they call back and they're like, we can't get it to start. We can't get it to do anything not working at all. And I'm like, hold on a second. So I call my dad, obviously, because he's a car genius. And my dad's like, no, no, it's just dead. The battery is dead. They need to charge it for more than five seconds. It's completely dead. It's a bad battery. That is going to impact all of the other operations. So the reason that they're getting what they're getting is because it's dead, hopefully. So I'm like, okay, dad, that makes sense. So call them back tomorrow. So I'll have to call them right away this morning and tell them, hey, probably need to charge that battery up. And by the way, if my car isn't working the way that it was when I brought it in, that's on you, good people. What did you do to my car? And no, I'm not going to pay you to figure that out. You broke it. It was working when I brought it in, right? But that tree, there's a reason. There's something that I'm supposed to pull from this experience that's going to strengthen my ability to move forward. I don't know what it is, right? I don't know what that bigger picture vision is, but I could look at this as like, one more stressful thing, FML, really, this car, really? Now we're getting on the investment side of what we paid for it and do we really want to keep this car going and I'm just telling you and this vision or this idea is different from my husband's yes okay this car speaks to me I don't know I just know that even though it has 190,000 miles on it I know that I'm supposed to take that girl to 300 okay and we are going to get there together we can do it it is a beautiful car okay but all of these instances I could look at that tree falling in front of me and go tree turn around find a new path but there are always going to be trees we're walking through the jungle people And every time that you are adventuring on something that you've never done before, there aren't a whole lot of people that I know that own a 2004 Prius that is running and that they are passionately excited about keeping it that way, right? A lot of people would just throw this car away, junk, sell it, whatever. No, I can't do that. But 
I don't have a clear path. Even my dad, who knows cars like the back of his hand, or is at least willing to figure out what's going on every time, is at a loss with this vehicle because it's a hybrid, because it's a Toyota, because it's a bunch of things that we don't know. And every time that I try to go to (laughs) um, a mechanic that I trust, that I work with, they don't know either. And so this Prius is an instance of undeveloped path for me. Now, yes, if I wanted to spend more money than the car is worth, I could absolutely have this thing fixed in a day. I'm not really willing to do that. And so this is just a path that really isn't charted, that I can't really bounce any information off of anyone because there aren't people in my circle that have this same experience. And so every time that a tree falls in my path as I'm walking down this Prius journey, It can be easy to want to turn and walk the other way. Or I can start to envision what and why this is coming into my life and why it's happening right now. And adversity for me really always hits right at like big impact moments right when all other adversity is hitting me, typically. And I know that that's building me up for bigger things. I know that it is. Right? And so every time that you are impacted by something like that, I want you to use that as fuel for the next thing, the next tree. And I want you to remember exactly how you got through that and use that to better understand how you're going to get through the next thing, right? All of these instances of trees along your path are to better prepare you for what's to come. And no, I can't tell you what's coming for your life, but I can tell you the more trees along the path, the better you are going to be prepared for whatever is in store for your life. And you need to start looking at adversity that way. It is a prep model. It is building you for something bigger than you could ever imagine. 